Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. If you have your Bibles, which I know I probably don't, but I say it anyway, because I need to say something. <laughs> um, we're going to, I want to use Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 as a jumping off place and try to just shorten this two and a half hour message into about 10 minutes. See if that'll work. It's 1141 already. We've had a good time here. And um, we're all just learning and growing together. Um, I want to kind of just, you know, always pick up where I left off usually. I've been talking about, you know, the processes we've been in as a corporate house and as uh, individuals. They kind of relate to one another. They should. They shouldn't be separate. What's going on in your ecclesia and your house should be similar in what's going on in your personal. It should have some relationship with it. It doesn't mean you can't go further or or stay where you're at, but you have to have relationship with it. You can't just be isolated in your own kingdom. You actually have to join a house, a body, an ecclesia. There's four houses. Four houses. I'm a house. I got my family as a house. Then I got my church as a house. Then I got the earth as a house. So they're all houses. So they're all connected. So they got to be relational in order to dialogue, to converse. My house has to talk to my family. Now, right now, I got a dog, but it's a good family. It's the dog. So me and, me and Harry, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking a lot. I talk to myself all the time because I've never been alone. I've always wondered why I talk to myself a lot. Do I need to go see somebody or? I get something or he always says you're a loner who's not lonely who delivers people who are Amen. that's your that's who you are we're all loners Yeshua was a loner I like you guys Peter and James and John but hold on a minute I gotta go Where's he going? That was easy for me because I grew up on the road with my family, traveling. I had a really solid nest to work from so I could be free and spontaneous and enjoy my life because I had a structure and a nest to work from, a daddy and a mama that loved me and cared for me greatly and were intentional to protect me from Babylon, were intentional to protect me from evil, were intentional to protect me from religious people. That's huge. If your parents don't do that, it's tough to tell the kids, all right, now go serve the Lord. That's why parents are everything. In the, if you don't have a good, solid set of parents, you can still get there, thank God. It doesn't mean you don't get there, but when you have them, be grateful for them and put them on a pedestal and honor the daylights out of them. Oh, that's good. Put them on a billboard and honor you. I mean, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to get a billboard and put my mom and dad on it. 
I'm going to pay for it and just go, you want to know why I'm doing what I'm doing? Them right there. That's them on the billboard down on 23rd in 231. That's them right there. That, that's who did it right there. Don, Tom Nicholson and Donna. That, that's them right there. That's who did it. That's the reason I'm even here. I don't even have a breath without them two people, believe it or not. Even though my birthday wasn't my first day, without them procreating me, I wouldn't be here. So thank you. I had it. I can't help but be grateful for it. I can't help but talk the rest of my life about them. It's not spiritual filler lettuce. It's the revelational pull that brings me into another realm. You can get that out of your mom and dad? Yes. Whether they were preachers, whether they were custodians, whatever their job consisted of does not matter. How was mom and dad in the home? How did they treat you? How did they cultivate relationships? How did you get to where you're at? Man, 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 man. So I want to try to just move into an arena today and talk about just a couple things that have set us up for this next paradigm shift that we're in right now. And I just am so excited to see it, and I want to try to lay out a few things, if I can this morning, of where we are, where we've been, and where we're going. And that's always relation. It's always in my message it's always should be being us there's a little remembrance of the past there's a little awareness of my now and there's a awareness of what's to come it's not so much learning new revelation as about remembering the old see i love acts 2 when peter stands out on the ends the first thing he does is not tell them they're not drunk first thing he does is honor the honor the old The first thing the new guy does is honor the old. Peter stood up and said, spoken of through the prophet Joel. See, when you have remembered the word, when stuff comes at you that seems peculiar, you don't get fickle and leave. When you remember the word, you stay in a posture of leaning in in the waiting so when it comes, you engage it in a way that you never would if you let the remembrance dilute. So Peter, I love that. He acknowledges the old. He goes, I want to honor the prophetic voice of the old. This is a crazy time right now. This is a paradigm shift. The suddenly of the, of the goodness of the Lord has come to a room has come to a room where men have been waiting and leaning into the waiting of what a suddenly might bring to the room. That's where this house has been. We've been in a room and suddenlies have been coming to the room. Suddenlies have been coming to the house. Suddenlies have been coming to the corporate gathering in a way that has been great and beautiful for 50 years in this house. 50 years, Granddaddy, Apostle F. Nolan Ball, and Shirley Ball, 1969, 2019. Huh. Huh. What's he doing in there? 50. What's 50 mean? It's Pentecost. We're in another, this is that moment, and this is the moment. We have stayed in the room long enough to become the room 
And now that it becoming has put us to a place where now we look like the one we worship, and now he can send the ones who look like him. He can only send ones who look like him. The king can only send kings. And we're coming to that place where we look like him. And we're coming into that another place right now where we're beginning to shift and beginning to feel a vibration pulling us. A highway will be there pulling us, coming into something else, something new, something different. Does it feel that way for you? It should because it's changing. The God of the same yesterday, today, and forever is changing his change agents to make changes in the earth. So I just want to highlight today where we're at, and I believe that we've got a highway outside our door. And I want to ask us today, are we aware that it's here? Are we aware that our highway, the movement place of a new glory, is outside, waiting on the awareness and the remembrance to come into it? We all started in this place called trust. Say trust. Trust. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord Yahweh with all your heart. When I read that about seven years ago when I was going through trials and stuff, you always said you can't keep half of it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You can't keep half of it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. I want to talk just a minute about... The in-between between trust and the path. What gets me from trusting to the new path? How do I get from relationship to being like him where he can send me into the earth? How does that align? How does that work? Sometimes there are one plus one equals twos in the kingdom, believe it or not. Sometimes there is practical things that can come and can I, can I, you can identify with immediately. Now, if you need everything to be like that in the spirit, you'll never grow because he's called us to be okay in mystery just as much as we are with what we know so he can take us into places that we've never been before so we can see things we've never seen before. Does anybody want to see things they've never witnessed before in the earth? Well, that all begins with a big ear to hear. Say trust. Say ears. You can't get the secrets until you make the trade. Your way of doing things for his trust, period. I feel like this is elementary, but I feel like there's a depth on the elementary right now. He's taking fire hoses and and moving it into sprinklers. taking what used to be a rushing wind and moving into a whisper and then going from a whisper into a rushing wind and seeing where you can get with that, seeing where you can play with that, seeing where you can have fun. You can have fun in the Wow. What is it to have fun? What is it to search out? What is it to discover? We have arrived at the moment of time where I believe Yahweh is flipping us back to our childlike nature. Because we have been rooted in integrity to contain the foolishness that comes with childlike nature. We have grown up 
to become childlike again. To have legal access to enter into a place we've been perfected in. How many want to know where that place is? Where is perfection? Where am I perfected in? Go here with me. We've grown up. I believe this house has grown up to become childlike again, to have legal access, to enter into a place we've been perfected in. Psalms 8. Out of the mouth of babes thou hast ordained perfect praise. If it's perfect for a baby... What must it look like on a mature son? I I didn't write it. It's in there, and I I read it a lot, and I go, my God, what does that mean? Psalms 8 may be the most powerful chapter in the whole Bible. It's literally worship and wisdom in one about nine verses. It's like rain, rule, and rain. Rain, rule, and rain. You want to know how to get rain? Childlike. Then you rule and rain. You can't rule and rain until you're childlike. Out of the mouth of babes, say babes, thou has ordained perfect praise. It's already ordained. It's already ordinate. It's already innate, innate, innate in you. The best thing you do in life is worship. Think of the thing you do best in life, the thing you're most skilled to do. You, do, you know what you do better? Worship. If you, knew you, if you knew that was the best thing you did, wouldn't you want to find out how to do it? If you knew that was your best skill in life was to worship God. Now, There's no greater skill that Margaret Curry has than the skill of worship. She is an authentic, organic worshiper. Just that coming out, doesn't that just exude you and want to move you into a place of like, man, I'm I'm ordained for this. I've been innately ordained from the beginning of time for this. To just worship? To just worship? That word worship is expansive. It's big. It's... It's loud, but it's, don't allow it to be too loud to hear the whisper in it because it's calling us, it's wooing us into a place of worship. Say worship. Worship. Say ear to hear. Ear to hear. Worship. Bedrock. Integral bedrock of tongues. Hear and obey. Apostle Paul cleans out foundation structures, moves out the three-fifth compromise, which the church has produced. And that's why the revelational has turned into relational, and you can't get relational without revelational. (laughs) Apostle, prophet, or revelational. Pastor, evangelist, teacher are not revelational. They're relational. Apostles and prophets are revelational. The reason we have watered-down, diluted, skinny-gene Christians is because we don't have any apostles and prophets in the foundation that needed to be there to begin with. Good word, Ben. Where are my mature sons at? Where are the ones who have been under the hand long enough, under the influence long enough, to actually have some influence? To actually, when they speak, skill comes out. Wordsmith leading to a craftsman that will take the all of heaven and practically bring it into your now. Mm. Easy, Ben, just easy. I just want, I don't, I'm I'm off everywhere now, but I just, I want you to kind of highlight this skill. You do worship better than anything you do. 
Now, I know it's coming from a worshiper. I know Eva talked about Mark not having time, and I got all the time in the world. Now I got Harry, I ain't got much time at all. But I'm just telling you, there, there's time. There's opp- Take advantage of your mean time. Take advantage of your mean time. What's your mean time look like? It better be your prep time. If your prep, mean time's not your prep time, and opportunity comes, you'll never see it to know it's there anyway. What are you doing in the meantime? Well, it's not. I'm in, I'm in the two. I'm glory two. Man, I hear, I'm in the two part. Now, I ain't in no glory. I'm just two. I'm moving two. The highway's out, but I ain't got on the highway yet. <clears throat> Let me just read a few things that I wrote. So I just kind of really want to just lay out a smorgasbord of things, but mainly just get you get your heart moving and responding to a sound that's calling you to a move, movement place. It's moving day. It's, it's opportunity in the moving day to see the highway that's outside your door right now. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, Yahweh has made both of them. Trust. The Lord is building his son to look like him to meet the need that the earth is groaning for. Yahweh God, the Lord, is building Benjamin. Man, you look you look good, bro. The Lord is building his son to look like him to meet the need that the earth is groaning for. What's the earth groaning for? Maturity. The ones who can be childlike and be confident in it because they're mature in it because they've been under the hand long enough to come out of it and have some authority and influence because they know who they are. There hasn't been a compromise. That's why there's wholeness here because there's a 5 5 wholeness to a one that brings you into your original identity. So that's where we are being rooted right now. We've been rooted in our relationship between with trust and with this word called knit. Say knit. This is kind of just laying out a few things. I hope it comes across well. I'm trying to just set some groundwork for what I believe Yahweh is stirring in me personally, relationally, of how we get relationship and how we move into deeper encounters and deeper relationships. Uh, intimacy with him and also for this house and where this house is going and what's being set up for this house to come into. And I just believe that we are at that stage of becoming the room, becoming the tabernacle, becoming the Passover Pentecost tabernacle. We're in the tabernacle moment, the tabernacle shift of becoming the room. And that's what we're taking on. That's a fearful thing. That's one of those scary things. We, we actually are held responsible for now for what we've heard from our tutors and structures. And, and, and we're now we're responsible for that word. And now we're accountable for what we do with it. We need to know that. And we need to lean into that word and take all we can from it and now become all that that word has called us to become. <clears throat> so he always begins in this place called trust as we make, give over our way of doing things for his trust so we can have a big ear to hear. And that's what this house has been, been found on. Um, the bedrock of the rock is tongues and hear and obey. First thing he does is change the language. What's the first thing he did in, day, in Acts 2? 
He changed the language. What's he doing in this paradigm shift? He's changing the language. Intimacy comes through the front door of language. It always comes through language first. Don't get lost in the new language. What do you mean? Probably, some, probably like it was for my granddaddy back in 1986 when he introduced apostles and prophets. Probably something like that. Don't get lost in translation. So this place of trust, this place of an ear to hear, has moved us into a knitting where he begins to knit our relationship. He begins to seal. He begins to bond that relationship. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Paths straight. Trust to path. Trust here. Big ears to hear. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I have to have faith in order to please the Father. So what starts that? A big ear to begin to hear the Father's voice. And we're so appreciative that we had an apostle that led us for so long to give us the structure for a big ear and a real well-rounded ear to hear all the variables we need to hear. It's one of the most used scriptures in the Bible. He who has an ear to let him hear. hear. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. We're in that movement place of coming from a hearing in the trust to a knowing in the knitting. A hearing in the trust and a knowing in the knitting. And the knit is where the relationship is confirmed. It's sealed. It brings you into a greater reality of what he is and who he is. And you begin to get words and revelation. You begin to hear. You begin to fine-tune what the still, small voices of the Lord. Begin to understand that he speaks to you, how he speaks to you. You begin to learn that. Trust, hear, knit, to know. And then in that knitting place, Isaiah 35 uses this verse, and it talks about Zion in a real poetic, great way. But it uses this terminology that the grass has turned to reeds and rushes. Now go with me here just a minute. We'll be done. It's getting a little late. Grass becomes reeds and rushes. Say reeds and rushes. Okay, now this is poetic language. Isaiah wrote it. It's Isaiah 35, and it's, it's beautiful. It's about Zion, and it's a poetic chapter on Zion, and it's just beautiful. It's Zion's happy future is the name of it. And I just read it when I want to get happy about things. I just, I just read that chapter because it's just such a beautiful chapter. But it's progressions. It's how you get to the highway. It's how you get to the new glory. It's how you cultivate, then move. Cultivate, then move. Cultivate, then move. The only reason you even got to that point because you were willing to be the tree sent before the garden showed up. The only reason you're willing, you're willing to go and to be sent because Yahweh knew you looked like him and he can send the ones who look like him because when you see him, you'll be like him and he can't send you out there till you look like him so the change can happen. So when they see you, they become 
They lean in. They grow. They either have an option to grow or to leave. So this verse says, grass is turned to reeds and rushes. And right after that, it says, and a highway will be there. And a highway will be there. We have cultivated the spirit long enough in trust to have a big ear to hear, to now move to the mouthpiece and say, it's your turn. Our mouth is being promoted because we are the king in the earth. And he don't, the king can't have anybody else speaking for him but kings who haven't compromised the foundation, who haven't compromise the ear to hear a new revelational translation that may seem a little weird but I know I'm going to embrace it I know I'm going to tune into it no matter how off it seems I'm leaning in I'm knowing it becoming one with it now that ear has developed to a point now where now faith has cultivated faith comes by hearing hearing has moved to a place now my faith is built to a place now it's coming to a place now he always says time to move Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's the only thing that pleases Yahweh. Your hearing ear has pleased him to the point now where your mouthpiece is coming in going, my turn. Mouthpiece turn. Yeshua's mouth. Hello, Yeshua's mouthpiece. What actually is the thing that caused the earth to come into being? And Yahweh said. Say that. And Yahweh said. Are you getting it? Ear, foundation, trust. Mouthpiece, frame. Frame, weight. All begins in a place called trust. I just kind of want to camp out here because I don't, don't want to go on and on. But this is a deeper. But I want to just kind of set some little bit of groundwork for it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Trust in him to come to my new path, to come to my path, the path I'm on, the path I'm coming to. Grass has turned to reeds and rushes. My trust has turned into a mouthpiece. My ear, my trust has turned into a knitting to a mouthpiece to now be able to frame, to speak out, and to now see what my words have framed. Out of the abundance of the heart comes the skillful tongue to release the framework of the glory to come. You'll never see it till you speak it. And you'll never speak it till you hear it. And you'll never hear it till you trust long enough to cultivate relationship where trust and knit marry. And then when trust and knit marry, guess what comes with knit? To get you ready for the highway, a thing we call grit. Say grit. What does grit do? It roughs out all the smooth edges. It gets everything lined up for something that seems a little agitational for you. Agitation is Yahweh. Boredom is Yahweh. He's calling you to get bored to the point where you'll move. He's calling you to get to a place where you got no other choice but to go somewhere else to do something new because this glory and this grace has left. Nothing worse than the highway being outside your door and you're still caught up in what went on yesterday. Highway will be there. When will it be there? When the trust and the knit have become one. That he can put some grit in you with the knitting and move a wordsmith into a craftsman. The Lord is building his son to look like him, to meet the need 
that the earth is groaning for. And it's a process. It's, it's a weighty thing. It takes some time. So I want to even take my time with how I deliver it. He's taking time with this. We're taking our time and trust. Trust in the Lord, and he leaves you alone. When he told me that back seven years ago, I thought I was going to get a glory cloud at least the second day in. You know what happened? Nothing. But I made the trade. And you can only get the secrets when you make it. Because the secrets live in the trust, and the trust lives in the fear. Trust moves you into the fear of the Lord where the secrets and wisdom live. And you can't get the secrets and wisdom till you get fear, and you can't get the fear of the Lord without the trust. You simply have to start in a place called Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Trust is leading me to a path. The grass is leading me to reeds and rushes, to a place of Knitting to a place of bonding, a relationship with the Father that looks different than religion, that looks different than Christendom, that looks different than regular morning, regular Sunday morning church. It looks different. It looks different. It looks peculiar. It looks different. I'm looking into the differences of it. It looks different. Hallelujah. So we're at that place right now where Yahweh is putting grit in us or he's putting grit in us to host, to hold a new grid for a new glory. And all of this has taken time. Allow all this stuff to, 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 to work with you. Take these and go home and study or do whatever you want to do. But I just know that these are vital times for us right now to recognize how big of ears we have, how big of sensitivity to the Holy Ghost we have. And now the Holy Ghost and the bedrock of tongue is now coming and go. It's time to meet the word. And in the beginning was the word. We're at a moment where Yahweh is knitting Yeshua in us. I know that's happening in my life. I feel like it's happening in some of our... He's knitting the king and the king together. He's knitting the king and his kings together. We have been bedrocked on tongue to now have a verbalization of the tongue. Nothing worse than tongues and no, no verbalization of the articulation of, my God, somebody say something besides this. Basanta. Come with some prophetic utterance out of the word. There ought to be something behind that. It ought not just to be a tongue. It ought to move you into a proclamation to a manifestation. This is all in notes and good, but I never know how it's going to come. I'm just, I just want you to get just a little taste of it today. Begin to know that we're in a place called highway time. Trusting, admitting, he's putting some grit in you. So if you feel agitated a little bit, it's good. It's him. He's coming to a little grit and put a little more grit in there. Put a little more metal, a little more seasoning, because you're going to need it for the new highway. <laughs> you're going to need it for the fear of the Lord. You're going to need it for the all factor. Say all factor. Do we want that or do we just say that and we don't want that? <laughs> do we desire the more? Do we desire coming into open doors that are being opened for us continually as we Heed the word of the hearing ear as we heed the word of the proclamation of the mouth, as we heed the word of the eye to see, to become, to move into the earth with this thing. It's so right in here and right now, pivotal for us to do it. I just want to encourage us again, and we'll wrap this up this morning, um, this afternoon now, that we are 
hearing the vibration of the highway. We are hearing sounds and vibrations of a new paradigm shift. We are hearing movement. Even I love the traffic sounds in the high. We're hearing movement. We're hearing different sounds that are causing us to come in and to it's inviting us into this place. It's just it's key. It's big. Hallelujah. Yahweh is building His Son to look like Him. To look like Him. To meet the need that the earth is groaning for. Amen. Trust, knit, grit, new grid, vibration of a highway. Grass has turned to reeds and rushes, and a highway will be there. Yahweh, thank you for this day and this time together. We honor you. We sit and we rest in your presence today. We thank you for ears to hear in a place called trust because we have given over our way of doing things for your trust. We have given over our best ideas for your trust. We have given over, oh, I know how to do it right, for your trust. We've given over, oh, I like this person, I like, for your trust. We've given over everything. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. We have given over our lives, Yahweh, to trust you, to lead us to this new path, to lead us, to help us recognize the new path that has come. Help us not allow our traditions to condition our position and help us have our ears attentive to always be hearing the new sound, the new word. I want to end, but I don't want to end. I'm just sitting with it, allowing Yahweh to do what he wants to do today. Does anybody have anything they would like to share? All right. All righty. Yahweh, you can stand with me. Amen. Thank you, guys, and we love you, and we'll see you next week. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org. 